All right, cool. So we're, we're going to get started then. Hopefully Bruce has finished up his prison meal. Bruce is eating <laughs> breakfast. Not eating breakfast. No, he's not, Sano. How dare you ask I that? <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't have time to cook anything. I just had a protein bar and I'm eating some fucking chips and salsa. Hey, sorry about that. Welcome everybody. Here we are. We are back. Blacktop Smack Talk, episode number ten in the house. We are here. Oh, number 10. Number West 10. Westside High, high 10. Westside High 10. We are here. I am your host, Charlie Hustle. And I am by myself today. We have three call-ins. Three call-ins on the show from the other hosts. They all could not make it. Our first call-in is the legendary coach, Adam, in the house. How you guys doing? Welcome. There he Welcome. is. There he is. You guys hear the beat. You guys hear the beat. Uh, we got Sano from Qatar in the house. He's here. What's going on? There he is. And then from San Diego, San Diego, La Jolla, we got the sneeze, Bruce Action Jackson. Yo. Mm. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. You're sure, you can sure tell in that tone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a little mono, uh, a little more monotone because you said La Jolla. I don't rep that La Jolla. We're, t- we're down, we're down downtown San Diego, my friend. Okay, gas tramps. All right, let's get it. So yeah, if you guys are listening in, you guys know some big news has just came across the radar, and that was, um, oh, before that, we'll actually talk about how about that James Harden game tonight, guys? Yeah, that's crazy. Same Adam, the first 60-point triple-double in NBA history. Yes, 60 points has never been done, and it's kind of remarkable considering all the great players who scored 60 and at, but never got the triple-double. So it's pretty pretty fascinating if you ask me. So I wonder if uh, – didn't, didn't Westbrook have a 50-point triple-double last year? Yeah, it was like fifty. It was like fifty-two, I believe. I wonder if that's, uh, that's, it the, was, that's uh, the second highest. It was second. No, second highest. It was fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah, fifty-seven, and then Harden actually had a fifty-three. Oh, really? Westbrook's last year was fifty-seven, and Harden yeah. was before that's that fifty-three. Crazy. Yeah. Well, remember LeBron had the the fifty-point triple double at MSG, but then they took that rebound away. Oh, they did a stat correction on him. Yeah, you guys don't remember that. I do kind of remember that. It was the same year where I think Kobe put like Kobe had like sixty or fifty something at MSG, and then like two weeks later, LeBron did a, a fifty point triple double, but then it got taken away. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, even crazier was uh, the trade that happened yesterday, and uh, we'll let Adam talk about it because that's his favorite player. Completely out of the blue. <laughs> well. One of my favorite players, but it was Blake Griffin, uh, uh, Willie Reed, and Bryce Johnson to the Detroit Pistons for Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, a protected first-round pick, and a second-round pick. Basically, so, who, so who are we thinking? Who are we thinking on top of basically, that just Blake for Avery and Tobias. And if people didn't Basically. know, Tobias is 18 a game. He's no slouch. 
He's a. Uh, oh. Right. Hold on, big and big Boban. Oh, Boban. Boban. Right. Yeah, Boban was a part of that deal as well. Yep. So, oh man. I was trying to figure so the so the clip so the Pistons are obviously going for it. Definitely right. are. Definitely are. So I don't. But how, does that really make them that much better? Um, well, I was thinking about it because they lose. They're losing two starters, two good starters. I mean, Harris is like he's not an all star, but he's you know he he's was that close. Tier, he's that next tier down. Bradley's one of the better defenders and a good, decent offensive player. And trade both those guys away. Now you have. Drummond and and Blake, Reggie Jackson still injured for another what month or so I think. Right, he's going to be least. out for a while. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much this impacts this year. I mean, I think it's. I, I personally love the move for the Pistons because they were never going to get a free agent in the off season. You know, they were never going to attract a free agent. All right. True. And now True. they just basically won a free agent who just signed on July first, seven months ago. Right. Who, you know, and Blake Griffin. Who actually gave up? He gave up his no trade clause for that fifth year. He did. That's right. He did. Yeah. So they just got four and a half years. They just got you know a star in his prime. Basically, we don't know. We don't know how injury prone he is. Injury very injury prone. Yeah, we don't know how healthy he'll be. But I think that's the risk you got to take it for Detroit. You got to try and fill the seats, bring the love back to the game. Yeah, they got the uh, Sam Van Gundy was talking about the you know. You, Charlie's right. Fill the seats. He, Jake Riven has a history of, you know, selling tickets. They have that new, they have the new arena, uh, coming in Detroit. You know, so trying to sell tickets there, but then obviously not being able to attract those big free agent guys. But you're, you know, you're taking a risk because he is very injury prone, and you're gonna pay him. Jeez, he makes thirty five million, pretty much, you know, per season, um, and then he'll make like. I think a big thirty-nine million in like the twenty twenty season, but right. But by then, money you know, jumped yeah. to thirty-nine. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, he's yeah. getting one seventy, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a five-year, yeah, five-year one seventy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, five times thirty a year is one fifty, so he's getting more than thirty yeah. every year for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, but hey, I mean, you know, we we all know Blake. What Blake Griffin can do, I mean. He kind of went, you know, I think I heard someone say he went from maybe, initially he looked like maybe a, a transcendent player, a once-in-a-generation player. Now that's kind of fizzled out. And he could be a good player, but he's not going to be, you know, an all-time great. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the, the only, yeah, and the only thing is that those injuries, though, you know. Like, Blake is, what, 28? How old is he right now? Isn't he? He's 28. Right, he's right about that. So right in his prime. Right in his prime, so they're going to have him until he's thirty-three. Uh, so I guess he won't. Yeah, he won't be. He won't be to that point, you know, in your career where you're like washed up, kind of like a Dwayne Wade is right now, still on a max deal. So I guess that's good timing for them too. Right. And like with that said, I mean, yeah, Bradley's solid, and Tobias is good too, but they haven't been playing so well, so they kind of had to make a change. I think. No, they. I mean, they got to within. Blake Griffin came back. Um, right December 30th, right before, or no, December 29th. So right before the, um, the new year and they got to within They're they're at the A seed right now. So they're playing good basketball and he's individually has been playing well. 
So I think what they did is kind of strike while the iron's hot, so to speak. Oh, the Pistons? Right. Yeah, the, oh, no, the Clippers strike to, you know, make a move. Oh, right. You know, yeah. nobody's going to want him if he's struggling. Oh, I mean, right. and they, were probably, wanna... they were probably worried he was going to get hurt again, and his trade value would be gone. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, they were thinking about this, right? Like, it wasn't just something that popped up. Right. Like, they were thinking, like, yeah, so Blake might be a good trade asset. I mean, which is hard because they, you know, it's been discussed that his his contract is pretty much like poison. You know, nobody wants to touch it. So the fact that they got off of the contract is kind of a win for them in a sense because it frees up a lot of flexibility moving forward, um, mm-hmm. which we can discuss here in a sec. But just going back to, you know, you have to, if you're Stan Van Gundy and the Detroit Pistons, you have to take a chance. Because like Charlie said, the last big free agent to oh, sign with the Pistons, shit. Chauncey Billups. Right. I mean, he's good, too. He's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Blake, I know. And Blake's Blake, name that, is that's just... Not, that's not the magnitude of a Blake Griffin. Right. Blake Griffin, you know, Blake Griffin is a... In the game right now, probably a top seven power forward. Right. Top five, maybe. He used to be one or two. You know, Right, he's developing. He's developing into a better. I think what will help him now is uh, he is starting to shoot the three ball. Before he had an antique NBA skill set, but now that if he can get that three going, he'll be he'll move up again. True. Yeah, he's going he, to need that later in his career if he wants to stay relevant too. Right, and he needs to if he wants to stay healthy. The thing that kind of. I question is is the overall fit with him and Andre Drummond because Blake has been. But, but how different been, is that really than him and DeAndre Jordan? Uh, because DeAndre, uh, because DeAndre Jordan doesn't play with his back to the basket, and Andre Drummond likes to play. He likes to get his post up touches, and mm. and Blake likes to get his post up touches too. So it's kind of it's kind of weird in this sense, but. It, but the I can see, both I can of, see him doing like a, you know, put Blake at the high post uh, type of offense with with DeAndre Jordan kind of on the baseline in the post down low. Right, and I think Andre Drummond is averaging about four assists a game, so he's an evolving passer too. So either either or could play in the high post. But say you play, you put Blake in the post, then they, whoever's guarding Andre Drummond will just sag off and help. Because Andre Drummond's not hitting a 15 footer, right? No right. Way. You know, if if, Blake, if Blake kicks out to the double team, and and another thing is, who is he? Who are his shooters? Stanley Johnson is yeah. not a shooter. They, they, uh, need, they need help with the role players. Luke Luke Kennard is not a shooter. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Luke Kennard. No, no, no. I take that back. Luke Kennard is the only shooter. Ish Smith is a penetrator. Um, Reggie I mean, Bullock. Reggie Bullock is okay. He can shoot. Anthony Tolliver is okay, but so they need. I think they need to upgrade on the wing a little bit because they really took a hit with uh, the um, both Bradley and Harris leaving. It's funny. Blake. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree did. that they should update upgrade the wing. Um, obviously, and then obviously, let's not forget the third member of of the group, which will be Reggie Jackson once he gets off of uh, injury. So. Right. But I think right. I think Piston fans have a love hate relationship with Reggie. I don't think they really are like, oh great, Reggie's coming back. 
I think it's kind of like, okay, well, Reggie's better than what we got, but I don't know if he's their, you know, he's their right. guy. I don't think it seem like they're sold on him as like their their point guard, you know, going forward. He's not he's not a bad player or anything. It's, he just for some reason he hasn't. It's funny out of all the names clicked. that Adam said, Blake might be a better three point shooter than a lot of those guys. Right. Yeah. You know. But, like, it, but it's the it's it's the in between game that's kind of his mid range game is kind of struggling. Right. He's shooting poorly. So I think it's like twenty something percent. Or something. Some I saw that stat this morning, and he, his mid-range game is really is really suffering right now. Oh. The Pistons could use so the, they could use KCP right now. True. You know they had him. I mean, if true. he wants to have a team like Stan Van Gundy had with the Magic, where he had Dwight, which would be Drummond, Richard, which I guess is not Blake Griffin or Blake's not. You know, but. Uh, Blake could shoot, not you know, but then he had all those other shooters in Orlando, where Detroit doesn't have any. So right, see a guy, a guy like Rashard Lewis would be perfect for this Detroit team. Yeah, yeah, which so is kind of Tobias Harris. So it's, yeah, so it's Tobias Harris can do a little more than than just stand up, you know, stand around and shoot. Right, right, he, right. But I mean, they're they're gonna the rebounding will improve. Uh, and uh, something that I'll love to see is um, the the time Chris Paul went out in the 2000, I think, was that four, 15 playoffs? 14 play. It was the 2015 playoffs. Uh, Blake, he had the ball in his hands, and he was he was creating a lot of the offense. I think right. now, I think Stan Van Gundy's going to put the ball in his hands and let him create, let him operate a little bit more. Yep. Initiates, yeah, right. uh, not not so much as a point forward per se, but you know he'll have the ball in his hands a lot to create a lot of offense, and I think I think he'll flourish in that. But it's like again, the only thing is the spacing aspect, which there remains to be seen. They can probably take a little bit of uh, the playbook out of what New Orleans has done. Even Blake's, but you know you have well pre Demarcus Cousins injury, I guess. With uh, kind of Drummond, Drummond as your cousins, Blake as your AD, and then whenever Jackson comes back, he's your your Drew Holiday. Even though Blake's a little more of a creator than Anthony Davis is, right. and obviously Davis can do a little more than Blake can do in, in other areas, but kind of a similar uh, a similar lineup as far as like your personnel. True, true. It's just uh, Drummond and Cousins. Uh, Dr- cousins was shooting the. Th- he shot like four threes a game. Right, he was, right. I'm sorry. He was shooting four threes a game, and Drummond can't shoot outside of like five feet. Right, but cousin, like cousins, is still like he's best with his back to the basket. Right, but I think you know overall, I think it, it, the move I uh, I saw on Twitter yesterday that a rival GM said that this could be one of the best things that ever happened to Blake because they they um. They compared it to when Chris Webber went to Sacramento, where now he has nothing to do but focus on basketball. You know, yeah. But as you as you guys all know, Blake Griffin has a you know has a lot of interest out in the LA area with acting and being a comedian, and which is fine. You know, he has, but now it's just like his soul, and you know he has a high profile uh, relationship with the celebrity, so now it's like. He can really get down and focus and grind, and I think and he'll, he'll have. I mean, 
say what you want about uh, Doc Rivers, but I think Stan Van Gundy might be a little better for coaching for Blake Griffin too. True. I think so too. So I think there's, I think there's an added motivation. So personally, and he'll be in the Eastern Conference. So I think he'll have a chance to be an All Star again, and you know, really prove why he's still one of the best players in the league, one of the top, you know, twenty best players in the league. Yeah, there's something wrong if he's not an All Star next year in the East. Yeah. Yeah, those two, yeah. those guys should dominate the front court together. They should have a lot of, uh, be able to do a lot of soft lobs. I mean, Drummond averaging four assists per game for, for a center is absurd. Yeah. Uh, that's so they should be able to work a lot of that, that high low post magic down there. So, right. Um, so, what do you guys think about from the LA Clippers perspective? Because I'm hearing from, I've listened to a lot of our fellow podcasters and, I'm hearing just it's like the majority is the Clippers really won the trade, really because of Avery Bradley because of Avery Bradley and his expiring deal. Tobias Harris is 25, nice young piece. They're gonna get they got rid of the poison Blake Griffin contract and his injury history, um, and they got a first round pick. You know, so I think they're kind of setting themselves up for the summer of 2019 from what it sounds like banking on a they, free agent there there's they could possibly get some max guys you know two max players so not this um, summer but next summer uh yeah i mean if they really wanted to there i mean i guess what i what we talked about off the air was they're trying to go after lebron right which give or take yeah, no, that it, report came out today that he wasn't even considering the clippers yet yeah, so it, you know that remains to be seen. I mean, Jerry West is at the helm, so you never know. There is always a chance. Um, you know, it it could be him. It could be they could go after Paul George. Uh, you know, but they also there's a big free agency free agency class next year also, so they could just wait and kind of try to shed more salary and. I mean, that's all. It's always, I mean, I guess you are in LA, but that's always a dangerous plan just because you're banking on something that you don't know if it's going to happen or not. True. You know, it's, it's not like you're, it's not like you're stacking lottery picks like the Sixers did where you know you're going to have a top five, you know, if not top three pick. Like they're banking on kind of mid round first or mid level first round picks, clearing salary, and then hoping that they can convince somebody to sign. Right. And so we've seen, we've seen teams fail, you know, doing that before the Knicks right. for one. Well, so yeah, trying to stay somewhat competitive, <laughs> trying to What's stay, com- you're basically trying to stay competitive, but also right. rebuilding and hoping to get land a big free agent. Right, you're hoping to stay competitive and relevant enough where somebody's going to want to play for you. But at the same time, you're that if someone if that doesn't happen, you're hurting yourself by not getting a high draft pick. So I don't know, it's risky, but I mean, it is Jerry West calling the shots, and he, he you know, he, you know, he's got a plan. I so guess I think I I feel like um I'm, I apologize for cutting you off Charlie. I think what I'm seeing is they're rebuilding or they're retooling. Retooling I, I is what, what Jalen said. Yeah, I think they're retooling, not rebuilding. But they're probably they're starting over but still trying to be you know, they're still trying to be an 8 seed in the West, which is very See that's pointless. Fe- to me that's pointless though. But if they're if they're clearing salary, if they're if, say, yeah. and this this but, is something, and this is something we'll talk about later on. 
So say they they get rid of DeAndre for young right. assets. Say they get rid of Lou Will for assets. You know, and, and then who knows what they get back, but if they're still somewhat competitive in the West, you know, that's kind of like a win-win. Right, that's form. good. Yeah, I mean, so we got it. If they're I, still competitive in the West as far as like competing for a playoff spot, that's good. Because then they're still relevant, you know, in people's minds, players' minds, and thinking about who to sign. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't, I mean, you can call it what you want. Like, if you go, go back to last year's team, and this, this is assuming that they do trade Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, but last mm-hmm. year you had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan as your core, and they were talking about, you know, West Finals, and they, can they compete for a championship? You know, what can they do? Mm-hmm. Are they finally going to do it, whatever, put it all together? And then if you, if last year, if you had told somebody that, the, that by the end of this year, the Clippers were going to have no Chris Paul, no Blake Griffin, no DeAndre Jordan, you were like, okay, they're rebuilding. You know, and you'd be assuming that they get high draft picks. But so they don't have, they lose they, all three and then they just have a mid round draft pick, it's kinda like Right. You know. But I mean you also gotta see well, where, where all this originated from was really un, I don't think this was their plan. This was the injury bug that kept happening to them. Exactly. Right. Both right. of their guards they didn't, go down. They didn't foresee it coming. Yeah, both their guards go down, Blake goes down. Uh, Gallinari goes down. Everyone they traded for pretty much got hurt except for Lou Will. Right. Pat Pat Beverly played 10 games. He went down. Tia Dosich went down the second game. Um, Austin Rivers got hurt. Austin Rivers was playing good basketball. He was. He got hurt. Uh, so this Gallinari was almost in- played. Gallinari played like 10 games before he got hurt. Blake got hurt after 15 games. You know, it's just. So maybe the, yeah, if this, that whole if that whole team's together, you might be we might be having a different discussion about Avery Bradley and Tobias Harris going to Cleveland for Kevin Love or something like that. You know, I, I and, and the Clippers are fighting for this, the sixth seed right now or the fifth seed. Right, you never know if they would have you know meshed and played together. Yeah. This is almost happening out of necessity. It's like right. well, right. What do we do right now? If we got a chance right now to get off this contract, you know, Balmer's a businessman, and he's like, man, let's get off this contract. He loves Blake. That's his guy. But he's looking towards the future, and I don't think he's like, this future we have right now isn't really going to be where I want it to be, so let's try to see if I can get us something else. Yeah, you know? right. And I, was, he, I was reading today that Balmer's always been worried about Blake. Blake Griffin had opportunities to sign elsewhere, and the, what bothers me is – the Clippers kind of laid out the red carpet for him. They they talked about him being a Clipper for life. They said he would be somebody who would uh, be the ble- best Clipper ever. Right. His jersey in the Raptors. First jersey. Right. And, yeah. And then they just turn. Huh? No. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's right. And then they just turn around and fuck him over by just trading him. There's no loyalty. And it's just, it's just kind of disheartening to see a guy give his blood, sweat, and tears for nine years to a franchise and then they just turn around and after they sign him for 173 million they just turn around and just be like all right we're done we're good sign on you know i'm saying yeah so i mean I he mean, had other options but they i mean he did he did stay there for the money it's, i mean he might have liked la but he got the most out of that contract that he could have got sure. he could have really got less if he'd gone somewhere else sure and i mean but at the same time you know, I encourage everybody to get as much money as possible. It is definitely a business. However, it's just it just goes to show. And Sano, you talked about this before. Is the, you know, there's no loyalty. 
right. anywhere, anywhere. And LeBron said it like LeBron hit it on the head. Is just if guys leave via free agency, they're snakes. They're not loyal. You know, they're traitors. But if but if you know the franchise trades the player then they're doing what's best for the franchise. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's a double standard. And, and the whole thing of the, of the business is kind of fucked up. So it's just, yeah. ah, man, it but bothers at the same me. Time, you know, it is a business. So it's kind of like, how much loyalty really is there in business? You can say, oh, yeah, yeah I want to be here for my career. But the second a player gets a bigger offer somewhere else, they usually go. And the second a GM gets an offer for a player that they just said that they're going to keep for a long time, they're going to trade him. So, right. 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 You know, it kind of the fact that the players are signed for longer term deals, where a GM can trade a player at any time, is kind of what makes it a little unbalanced as far as like you know, right? Who so, has the most power in the whole thing? So, but, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Something I want to bring up on that is, um, well, you know, it kind of just wasted his whole free agency. You know, he did all this. Yeah. He went to these other cities, none of which were Detroit, and he chose the one he wanted. And then his choice was like, uh, well, you chose here, and we got you, but now you're gone. So that which makes me think, Blake Blake Griffin's the type of player that can command this. I guess I don't understand. How do you get a no trade clause? How come he didn't have one? No, well, because they, they 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 gave it up because he wanted that extra that extra oh, year that, that, that that fifth year the fifth and, year. That's why I keep you guys around, L- man. And then actually, L. A. was his first um, his first visit. He had three others lined up. I think it was Phoenix. Miami, Boston, and I heard Denver was in there also, but I'm not 100% sure of that. So he just, he he signed right away. He committed right away. When you said Phoenix and then L.A. and Miami, I'm like, wow. And then he ended up in Detroit. Detroit couldn't yeah. be a further opposite <laughs> city than those three. I mean, right. even, even from L.A. to Detroit is the complete right. opposite. But he's from Oklahoma, so, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's warm. It's humid, but it's not yeah. like it's, you know, the great yeah. weather. But it's not as bad as Detroit. Bruce so, used to live I mean, in Detroit for our listeners. Hey, 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 hey. Stop, stop talking about the D. I lived out that way for three years. Bruce, it's not that bad. I'll, I'll talk about a lot of things on this pod. Your D is not one of them. <laughs> I've heard, but, but I've heard you know, Bruce's D. But yeah, just to just to wrap this yeah. up, you know, this this little segment up, you know, what do you guys give me some draft or draft grades? Why do I keep saying that? Give me some trade grades. What oh, do you some guys trade feel? grades? I mean, I think they both got what they wanted. You know, uh, Detroit got a free agent superstar basically six months after signing a free agent deal, and the Clippers are going in a new direction. I'm giving them both, you know, B plus A minus. I think they both. This is a rare trade where both teams actually came out on top, in my opinion. All right, sneeze. Uh, what do you got? Man, um, short term, I like the trades. Um, I think they, uh, the Pistons were able to accomplish something they can't do in free agency as far as getting a bona fide star at at um, at a discount, which is very, I uh, not a discount, but really a discount? very very yeah, very fuck. hard to do, very hard right. to do, very hard to do there. Um, and I think they'll be able to accomplish the fill up seats in that uh, new arena. And hopefully make a, a playoff push to help save uh, Van Gundy's job. And I think the clip uh, Clippers, you know, are making themselves open to a couple different uh, moves that they can make down the road. I don't know necessarily the 2018 free agent market, but I think 2019, 2020. Um, and so 
I thought both sides did fine. They should they should all hopefully be middle of the road uh, teams in their conferences. All right, so thank you for that that essay response. How about <laughs> how about a grade? Should all that uh, the grades. The grade. Oh, the grade I'll shovel out is a is a B. B. All right, all right. B for both. <laughs> yeah. All right, B Santa, for both. Uh, Santa okay. what do you got? See, I think uh, I'm gonna give the Clippers a B. And I, I mean, I'll give the Clippers a B plus just because they gave themselves some flexibility. They got out from under that contract. They obviously saw Blake as an, an injury-prone star, no matter how good he was when he was healthy. But they didn't think they can go forward with him much more with, with Blake as their guy. Right. For Detroit, I'm going to give them a B minus mm-hmm. because they are, although they are getting Blake the superstar or the star, all the same stuff applies, right? He's still injury-prone. He couldn't lead a Clippers team that had Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan to anything past, you know, would they get to the second round before mm-hmm. losing? And now, he, now, although he is in the East now, so it might be a little different, but now he's got a, you know, his supporting cast isn't as great, although he's got Drummond and not much else. So, I don't know. They're locked in with Blake. They're going to stick with him for the next five years. Uh, unless they make some other moves. I don't know how good that's going to be, though. All right. I think... Uh... For me, uh, kind of similar to your Santa B, I'll give the Clippers a B. Uh, Finding the flexibility is huge, uh, and they're just going in a new direction. I think uh, it was, but I think it's kind of corny of them to kind of sell the farm to Blake Griffin and roll out the red carpet and then turn around and trade him. But mm-hmm. they got the flexibility, so I get that. Um, um, for the Pistons, I'll give that a B also. Uh, they got Blake Griffin. I think he can have a, you know, he can prove a lot of people wrong. A lot of people are hating on him. Uh, I think he can prove a lot of people wrong out east. Uh, they get the star. Uh, not a, not a five-star player. He's like a four-and-a-half type guy uh, now. So, you know, I think he can really do some damage out there. Yeah, I mean, Adam, didn't were you thinking? Uh, yeah. Didn't you mention that you think this might be uh, Doc Rivers' last year? Yeah, I think it, I think that also. I think yeah, Doc Rivers is in his last year as the coach. Interesting. I think they're just going. I think they're going in a completely new direction. I mean, I guess we'll find out over the next week, right? Like if they end up trading Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan for for right. obviously rebuilding assets, then you kind of know what they're doing. But if they hold on to those two. And they stick with Avery Bradley and Tobias Harris. They might have a solid team. Oh, definitely. You know, they're not going to compete with the Warriors, but you know they can they can make a playoff run. Right. Yeah, they definitely could. I mean, they got they got good pieces. Three, four, five, and get some guards in. They you know they got guys that can put in the hole. But yeah, speaking of guys that can put in the hole, you know, uh, all stars. We're losing all stars left and right. It feels like every day of the week we're losing a new all or Team LeBron is losing a new all star. Man, I thought you were going somewhere else with that guy that can put it in the whole reference. But No, no. This is a basketball pod, if you want. All right, a, right. Yeah, okay. Ron Jeremy. I'm knowing you. Listen, Sano, G- you. Sano Jeremy. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, so you lost Kevin Love today. You lost uh, DeMarcus Cousins for the year. You lost John Wall uh, a couple days ago. Uh, right. Then, so what, Kevin Love's out six to eight. John Wall's out so six John to eight. John Wall is six to eight. Both of them are six to eight weeks, right? And then you got... Uh, Cousins obviously out for the year, and then uh, Adam, you brought up uh, an underrated injury that could have playoff implications. 
Andre Roberson. Yeah, Bruce is, Bruce's favorite player because he plays just like him. <laughs> no, <laughs> we definitely we definitely don't play just like. I mean, there's but there's some you. similarities. I can see some similarities there. Offensively, back to back free throws. No, no, I'm actually a, a decent free throw shooter, and I have much more offensive game than Roberson. No, he does. Continue, he does. continue. Um, I saw the Nathan Hale statistics from the 2001 season. You shot 56 percent from the free throw line, Bruce. Ouch. Ooh, look at, look Wait, at Adam digging what? up info. What is that? That is why I just created that. You guys can tell by Bruce's voice cracking that Adam found the truth. Bruce was not that ready. Was a, Bruce was not ready for the truth. But anyways, that was a, that was a lie. Bruce Bruce Rober, Bruce Roberson over here. Yeah, um, that's still better than Roberson. That's that's a crazy trade though. I mean, that's a crazy injury. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean it's not that, one you'd think. Like if you're just a casual NBA fan and you're watching like the bottom ticker or whatever, you see Anthony Roberson's out or Andre Roberson's out. You're like, okay, you know, what does that do? But if you really think about it, like that could he was a lot of their matchup like counter to the Warriors and the Rockets. Like he was their guy on the wing, on the on the wing for defense. Definitely. I mean, I saw a stat that was like when him and Paul George were on the floor together defensively was like a 15, 16 point per 100 better, you know, defensive rating. Than when, when he's off the floor. Than when it's just PG by himself, yeah. So, I mean, as much as we can clown on Roberson, we all have. You know, he obviously helps that team. Um, he might not have played much in maybe a Warriors series. Because the Warriors are just so talented offensively, you know, they'll just, I mean, I don't know. He would just, he, you know, they would make him honest. They'd make him have to score. But in other teams, yeah. you know, other teams, it might not be like that. But, yeah, losing him, but he's not even the all-star. LeBron, so LeBron, on his team, he lost DeMarcus for the year, and he got replaced by Paul George. Mm -hmm. uh, John Wall got hurt, and now he's getting replaced by who? Drummond? Drum, uh, Andre Drummond, yeah. Andre Drummond. And we and since Kevin Love just got hurt a few hours ago. It was Drummond, yeah. We don't know who Kevin Love's who's Kevin Love's replacement gonna be. Who do you think it should be? Right. Yeah, good question. Who who is it gonna be? Who I mean the next one up, obviously in the East was obviously Andre Drummond, but in the East I think it's, it, it's it's probably Ben Simmons or a Drogic. I was gonna say Drogic. Drogic huh? ben, yeah, ben Simmons, yeah, you possibly. Know, it's funny, I was gonna say it like a month ago. Tobias Harris was in the discussion. Oh, I was yeah. calling that from the, you, you the were. time the season started. And now he's not even in that conference. Right. So right. he's for sure out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, if Ben Simmons makes it, that's crazy. That'd be good for him. It's tragic. No, nah, you, can, you can look at Kimba, and you can now look at Blake. You can look at Blake now. I don't know if Blake's you, still, I don't know if you really can look home. at Blake, though. I don't know if you consider that. I don't know if he's an Eastern Conference guy yet. But right. he's, and, in the, he's in the Easter Conference pool. But I think I think it's from where you uh, they go off of who had the next amount of votes from the coaches. So after Drummond, who had the next most votes? Oh. I think that's how that's how they'll pick. Well, I mean, yeah, that's anyways, how, how they've been that, picking. I'm sorry. That's still crazy. But uh yeah, I mean so you so so now you would I would assume they gotta start Russell Westbrook, but I don't know how that's gonna go. Right. Is uh, is the next? I'm just going off the top of my head, but the next was it coaches or fans? Because I was thinking, I think Cantor was up in the top top oh, like oh, nine that, for that was fans. probably fans. That was that was fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that the was fans, fans only get twenty five percent because of dumb shit like that. Yeah. 
the players. So you, yeah, I was gonna say. If, so the. Oh no! Go ahead. I was gonna say if they could have a, if they start Russ, they could. LeBron could have a starting five of Le, of Russ, Kyrie, KD, AD, LeBron. That's all That's time. Ridiculous. That's like five MVP candidates. Yeah. That's insane. But anyways, yeah. Um, that's wild. So yeah, with, go ahead. With these, uh, so with the injuries that you know we've discussed, uh, you know we can we can go through it step by you know player by player and, and what implications it'll have, you know short term like for this season and long term, because guys like uh, Demarcus Cousins, it was a contract year, you know. So what happens now? So with that being said, we'll start. We can go with Demarcus Cousins. What do you guys think happens with the Pelicans because they are super strapped financially, and they have no assets. They have no one good either. To, to right, trade. they can't really make a deal. Right, I mean, because I think, all their mo- all their money's tied into three guys. It's Holiday, Davis, and Cousins. I think they're fucked. Like I, I said, I, th- I think I think Davis goes haywire and goes nuts, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. I think they fall out of the playoffs. And hopefully New Orleans moves to Seattle. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a that's a pipe dream. But uh, I just I think they fall at the playoffs, and then they're going to have to make a move and trade Demarcus, and maybe Demarcus will never be the same. I mean, he doesn't rely on athleticism, so you know that's not a huge detriment to his game. He'll still be super talented, but he's still more athletic, still, than I think people give him credit. I yeah. really do. I don't think the injuries. I mean, it's obviously a bad injury when every time you rupture an Achilles. But I think he's still young enough, and his game is kind of suited enough where he's still going to get a max deal. But if you look, him. but if you look at the guys who have been that age, because he's 27 or 28, and who have come back from an Achilles injury, they're they're never the same. The right. only one, it, one yeah. of the few players that ever did. I think uh, this was talked about um, on somebody's Brand. podcast was a. Uh, not Ellen Brand. It was uh, Dominique Wilkins. Ouch. Yeah, because you it. think of you think of all the most recent guys: Elton Brand, Kobe, Chauncey Billups, Rudy Gay. Those guys are definitely are not the same players they were prior to getting hurt. Yeah, you know, bad injury. But I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping and praying, you know, he comes back better than ever and. You know he can regain his his all star form, right? But um, personally, I mean, this is if I was the GM, what I would do is I'd blow this bitch up. I would trade AD while you can, while he's still not injury, while he's not injured, because um, he has a, a history of minor little dinks and injuries. Uh, trade him, see what you can get a lot of assets for him than just go tank mode, restart, you know, you know, start that's, over. That's tough for a city like New Orleans, though. Like, it's kind of a smaller market. You don't have a lot of – there's not really any history there. So how are you going to attract free agents, you know? True. Because I think – but my thing is, like, they – they're not a hot commodity for where free agents want to go play with AD. You know what I'm saying? So right. he and he talks about wanting to be on a super team. Like he's talking like, oh yes, you need super teams to win. So I mean, and plus with this cousin injury, are they really gonna break the bank for him? No. So way. my thought process is 
why not get as many assets as you can, say like a Boston or something like that, who has a bevy of assets, you know what I'm saying? So that's just my, my two cents. I don't think it'll happen, but if I was the GM, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's think, not a bad idea. I mean, I mean if, it's if, kind of two ways to look at it, if right? If you can find a willing taker, but right. that's going to be tough in its own. Right. I think the one team that has all the assets I just said is Boston. And honestly, I don't know, as good as talented as he is, I don't know if Boston wants to take that in. Take that head case in. Oh, I think, the, are you talking about Cousins or Anthony Davis? Oh, Anthony Davis. Oh, Austin. I was talking about Cousins. Oh, no, uh, I was, I was talking say, about Anthony definitely Davis. Take Anthony oh, Davis. Hey, they'll take Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah, I was thinking, talking about trying to trade Cousins. Right. Hey, though, but, like, you know Boogie's my guy, but, and I want this noted, like, I feel like People have this persona of Boogie, and I know a, lo- a couple people. I actually uh, I know your favorite guy, Stephen A., kind of mentioned this too, and I agree with him. But once Boogie, everyone kind of, people said if Boogie got that environment change, you would see a different player. And I feel like he's proven that. You don't hear the same stuff, the same stories that built up his kind of head case reputation in Sacramento. You haven't heard that in New Orleans. This guy's been a team player. He hasn't had the same issues on the court. He's been having fun. He's killing. He's balling like this season. So oh, yeah. I feel like he's done that, to, and that's going to help his, you know, his stock because that, that has disappeared once he We're got out of that volatile environment. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still had, you know, there's still some flaws there, but, you know, with the technical fouls, the attitude, um, uh, you know, the laziness on defense, but, you know, but this, what's going to hurt him the most is this injury, you know, like, I mean, what you're saying, Bruce is all facts, but at the same time, the injury is the, one of the most concerning things in a contract year. That's tough. It's the worst possible timing. Yeah. And then he, he, and then he's the player that has gone the most games without making the playoffs. So, he has to wait like another year or whatever. Right. Yeah. So that, so that yeah. sucks. So, but well, all in all, I think new Orleans, they fall to either the eight seed or they don't make the playoffs. You know, I, I think agree. they're just kind of in a, they're in a bind right now. And it's well, gonna, it's gonna hurt them. I think, yeah, I think, I think they're going to fall out, but then let's move on to what are the cat? What's going to happen with the Cavs with, uh, with Kevin Love going down, six to eight weeks, two months, almost the end of the regular season. My predi- my early prediction, two predictions. They make they're obviously going to make a move. I don't know for who, but they're going to make a move. And then I think that's a given though. And then I think they end up as a second seed in wow. the East. But what kind of move can they make without like losing Kevin Love? Like we mentioned this a little bit, it doesn't not just affect you on the court. If you had any thoughts of trading for a guy like DeMarcus Cousins at the time or a big trade like a Blake Griffin type of deal, you, your asset was Kevin Love. You know, yeah. that's, that's, who, that's who had to go I, back in any deal. I, I, ne- I never believed they were going to trade Kevin Love, but that was just me, my personal take. I never thought they were. But, Did you believe that I the mean, Clippers were going to trade Blake Griffin? Oh, no, but, hello. So, no, that, that's a good call. You know, so, you never, I'm like just I saying, said, you never know. Like, you never know. You never, you never know. 
and for the Cavs, just for that team specifically, like they don't have a lot of assets, like as far as you know, role players or or things like that. They they can trade for anybody that's you know worth anything. So, but like obviously Kevin they have, they have contracts. Asset. They have contracts that can be traded, and people will contracts, take those. Right. Yeah. And but the crazy thing is like they have Isaiah, but he's not worth shit. He's only worth like six million, seven million. Yeah, I forgot about that. You know, Isaiah is an asset as a player, but his contract isn't like it's a ton. You know, and Isaiah, when I, you know, when when Kevin Love goes down, I'm like, man, Isaiah, he's better. He got to figure it out right now. Uh, I think for all the Husky fans out there, they can remember when Abdul Gaddy got hurt. Isaiah Thomas stepped up and showed everybody he could play point guard, which then helped him show the NBA scouts that he can play point guard. Obviously, Kevin Love right. hurting is different, but this is a time for for Isaiah Thomas to step up because they need him to score 18 to 22 every night now. Or else they're going right. to keep on losing. LeBron's not going to be happy. All right. I think, yeah, I think that's what he'll end up as, you know, 18 to 20. Uh, I think he'll it'll take some time because he has – people have to – I think he's gotten an unfair shake. Just uh, he, he hasn't played basketball for seven months, and they expect him to come back and be the savior. They don't understand, like, things like this take time. Things – to get acclimated to a new team, a new system, pretty much a new role. New you're coach. not gonna get the same your new coach. You're not gonna get the same twenty five shots that you got at, in Boston, but you might get nineteen. It's just how different areas how of the you, floor. Yeah, yeah. So it's just getting that it's that adjustment period. So I think you'll come around and be that eighteen to twenty, you know, with like five four or five assists and you know, I think he'll be all right, but but I do think they're gonna turn it around come March and get to the second seed. That's my opinion. Wow, that's a bold prediction. I think yeah. they're dropping. I th- I could see them dropping to uh, three or four. If they get to the four seed, they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Celtics in the second round. So that's what I was gonna say. Does their seed really matter? Do we? Does anyone think? I think this year, yes. It does. I think Sano, as a LeBron hater, you've thought this in the past. I have thought this in the past. But this time it's a little different. It is. There's no Kyrie. Well, more because the other teams are better now. Other teams are better, but you you have Isaiah Thomas, who's still coming back off an injury. Now you lost Kevin Love. I don't know if they've ever been in this position before. Well, only the, when they the went Kevin to the, Love, only when the they Kevin went to the Love finals. The Kevin Love might be a blessing. The Kevin Love dropping might be a blessing in disguise. I think I I don't know. I just for some reason I feel like they play better with with, with TT in there. Kind of okay. like they did tonight when they lost to. Uh, yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> Andre Drummond in the D League team or the G League right. team. Yikes. They lost to the Pistons. Without any I, I don't think I don't think that was the the case of why because TT is there. They uh, tonight they they just uh, um um it's a make or miss league. Oh okay. Oh. <laughs> I like it. So tonight was a t- <laughs> it's a make or miss league. Tonight, oh, it is. Tonight was a, so you Bruce you're saying tonight was just an off night, basically. Tonight was a was an off shooting night for uh for the squad. I mean, you're gonna get those once in a while. You we all know. Other they've been getting gets those, one of those. Hey, I'm rolling with the Cavs, but they've been getting those a lot more than just once in a while now. That's they were what, because they're just their defense. They weren't committed on the defense, and they had a lot of locker room turmoil that obviously spilled onto the court. I I feel like that those rumblings will settle down, and they'll get in there. And I agree with Adam. If they if 
you know, if they get in there, at, at, depending on that, if they get a lower seed than usual, they'll give Boston some problems in the second round. Yeah. Well, and well, also, you, well, yeah, you got well, anything to add, Chuck, before we move on to, no, to the I mean, next I mean, all-star you know, injury? I mean, D-Wade's going to have to step up. You know, they're going to have to figure out some more scoring. You know, I don't know if we can rely on Isaiah every night yet to score. Right. LeBron's going to have to score more. I mean, he's already averaging 26, 27. He's had a really bad month. Adam's Worst month of his career. Of his career, right. So he's going to have to really bounce back in February. He's going to get some time off in the All-Star break. Um, but, yeah, he's going like, to have to really, really ramp things up. And uh, hopefully he won't tire himself out for the playoffs. But, I don't know, I think they kind of hang tight right in there. I don't think he's really concerned about his seed. You know, I think he's, his primary concern is health. So as long as Kevin Love comes back, like, end of March, you know, so he can play the last five or six regular season games to kind of get your rhythm back, they'll probably be okay. Right. We'll see. We'll see. So, so now moving on to the next one is uh, one of Bruce's guys, John Wall, out six to eight weeks with another knee surgery. We don't need to spend a lot of time on, on John Wall, but uh, the Wizards are screwed. They don't have enough. Yeah. Even though the Wizards, they did beat the, the Wizards, they, they, they achieving with Wall, right? Very true, I thought. And and I think that that's another team that they're super strapped financially, and it's all in their starting five. Yeah, all their, yeah. especially have, Beal and Wall. They have no bench. Uh, you know, and they're young. I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, their best bench player is what Kelly Oubre, who's you know evolving as a player but it's not he's not somebody that's just like oh man like i'm i'm like that six man of the year type like he is evolving i will give him that he's he's playing pretty good basketball but he's not to the level where it's like oh man i'm it's not like a jamal or a lou will type yeah he doesn't just go out there and get buckets like that um right they you know there's a very good chance they fall out of the playoffs you know in detroit Who's not in the playoffs irks their way into the playoffs. So, right. I mean, fifteen of their next nineteen games are against playoff caliber teams. They snuck, they snuck out a win tonight versus the Thunder in a real ugly basketball game. But yeah, it's a big win for them. Yeah, no, it, it is. But at the same time, I don't know how Russell Westbrook ever loses to a backup point guard. He will see, <laughs> and Ru- Russ had a bad game, but. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, that's a, you know, that's an easy win for the Thunder. But yep, it's just uh, yeah, I could see them falling off. Yeah, but what I was saying, 15 of their next 19 are against playoff teams right now, and they are 15 and 11 versus sub 500 teams, which oh. is which that record is last. Among playoff teams, current playoff teams, so they would have to really tank, I think, to fall completely out of the playoffs. Don't you think? No. Like in the East? No, not you at all. You don't think so? I think they're four. So they're they're uh, they're four and a half games ahead of Detroit. Right. And I mean, there's what still forty or thirty something games left. Right. Yeah. And I think, and I mean, Detroit's in the nine seed, and Washington's in like the sixth. So I think seven is Indiana, eight is Philly. I'm thinking Indiana and Philly stay in, and Washington drops as, and then um, what's it called slides in. Detroit could slide in with the new uh, acquisition of Blake Griffin. 
But yeah, you know. Um, so we'll see about that one. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean John Wall. John Wall wasn't doing too much to impress me. Nineteen and nine, but he wasn't playing good basketball. So it's a tough loss. You know, it's I like I said, I don't like seeing the good, the real star. I don't like seeing anybody get hurt, but especially the stars. So it's tough. It'll be interesting to see how Washington bounces back. Um, we touched on Roberson for a second. Oak does what is does OKC make a move to replace him? I mean, I guarantee Sam Presti is always real trick tricky around the trade deadline. Yeah, um, I can see them making a small move to kind of. To get one of those like long, lanky wing guys in that they're like, you know, kind of a replacement for either a replacement for Roberson or kind of like another um, we've Jeremy all, Grant type. We've player. all discussed uh, Courtney Lee would fit in great there. But yeah, he just makes yeah. way too much yeah. money. But didn't uh, Roberson just sign a pretty big deal too? Well, they're not going to trade. Well, I guess they're not going to trade Roberson. But didn't Roberson just sign a pretty big deal? But they're not going yeah. to. They're not going to trade him. Thirty million or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Three for three over thirty, or thirty yeah. over three. Uh, so yeah, I think they're gonna they're in the market for a three and D guy. Uh, but I I like the way they're playing right now, and I I could see them either the three or the four seed end up as the three or the four because I can really see San Antonio fall out, and I I can right. see Minnesota. I can see Minnesota. Get they're gonna tire out. They their starters play so many minutes. They're just gonna tire out. So, do we know? Does anybody know when Kawhi Leonard's coming back? I was gonna say Does Spurs we, even know. We've just no. It's it's indefinite. It, it's indefinite. Yeah. All the injuries so kind of just up going in the air. on. The Mike Conley and all that, and then we didn't even mention Kawhi, which is an MVP candidate. Right. All star guaranteed if he plays. Yeah. Which is crazy. If I'm yeah with Memphis, if I'm them, I just tank. I don't even think they have a choice. Yeah. I don't even have a choice. Trade, trade Tyreek. He's their best trade asset. Just tank. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can. So yeah, that's. I think OKC ah. will figure it out without Roberson. They have so you know they have enough offense. You know I don't know. Yeah, I think they're. I think Presti will get some sneaky guy. Like a trade will come through after the deadline that'll come, you know, that'll happen, or or they'll get a buyout guy or something. Yeah, see, I think that they can. I think they're prime candidate to to get one of those. Don't they have two? I think they got two exemptions, like uh, like a one point five and then two point five. Oh, maybe. Now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with them, but uh. You know, I think for our last segment, what we wanted to do is talk about, um, you know, we've you guys heard it already about Team LeBron. We're going to talk about the All-Star game real quick before we wrap up. Uh, so I think what we decided is we're going to talk about the, who got selected. Uh, or just, yeah, who got left out. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, what snubs. Who do we felt was the biggest snub? I initially, see, see, I thought the biggest snub was Drummond, but now he's in. Right. And and second, I would have gone Paul George. And so now those he's are the two in. guys that you know that they got into, the, actually got in because of the injuries. Yeah. I, I don't know if there were any huge see, yeah. snubs after that. You, can you guys think of any like? There's guys like Dragic, Dragic, and I think Adam, you mentioned Simmons earlier too. Uh yeah, I, my my biggest snub obviously was Paul George. I thought I I personally didn't think it 
it would there would be four warriors or I didn't oh, think there would be two Where's the barf bag? Huh? Well, I need a barf I know, bag. Five, right? Jordan Bell should have gotten four that. Four warriors. <laughs> Fucking I, I you know, Draymond Green is a great defender. I didn't think he was having an all star caliber year. Uh, you know, he's averaging ten, seven and I mean, he's six or something like that. He's probably leading him in assists. Oh yeah, yeah, no, ten, eight, and seven or something like that. Right. I, I personally didn't feel like that's an all-star. You know, while meanwhile, Paul George is shooting forty-three percent from three, leads the NBA in steals and all these other defensive statistics like loose balls recovered, deflections. Um. So, I, I thought he got snubbed, but I mean, I'll. Unfortunately, I, it kind of sucked how he got in because it, it came at Demarcus Cousins' expense. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm ha- I'm happy he got in. Right. I mean, I mean so it's that's good, my, it's good that, that he got that in. That was that was mine. Because of the injuries, I think any snub that we may have thought of is pretty unless right. it was a Western Conference snub. It's pretty much going to get in. You know. It's, I mean, yeah, gonna right. be, I mean Dra- Dragic is averaging like what seventeen and four. Right. Like I don't know if those and are. They're just on a good team, though. You know, four or five. Yeah, and the Heat should they sh- they should have had a representative. Right. But I mean, again, they're kind of yeah. Um, he might get in. He might replace Kevin Love. I'm gonna he say might now, yeah. My snub is uh, is the fans, man. And I'm saying that because we didn't get to see the draft. Come on, man. We got to see the draft. They got to televise. That. And if we're not gonna, well, if they're not going to televise the draft, an idea that I was talking with somebody about was. Uh, I can't remember who it was talking. Maybe it was one of you guys. But since it's a social media world, why not have it like an online draft where all the players are logged in? Maybe like a fantasy basketball or fantasy football draft. Right? I can see that. My, well, see, my thought was just do, have the captains. You have Steph and LeBron. Bring everybody out on the court before the game and pick your, pick your team like it's a pickup game. See, I don't think they would do that because of jerseys. I mean, I guess you could make two jerseys for every player. All you gotta do is make a reversible jersey. And just for Vegas, for betting odds, they're gonna do it before the game. All right, fine. Like they're do gonna it do it. They're the gonna game, do it a week. Do it yeah, like they're that. not gonna do it the day of. Right? There's too many things at stake. Right? But yeah. But if you yeah, I mean, obviously the number one I would be the goal would be to have it on TV, right? And have them both sitting there like GMs going back and forth. But if they don't want to do that, at least give us like. You know, a social, they all have social media, and everyone has to log on. And then Kevin Durant can be like, my first pick is KD. And then you could see John Wall be like, oh, fuck, really? You know? And then Curry's like, damn, I wanted KD, you know, or something like that. And other players are chiming in all at the same time. That could be kind of fun. Like in our fantasy drafts, all we're doing is talking shit. Like, oh, Bruce drafted a player that was good in the 90s again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Wait, I don't know. Wait a second. Let, let it be known. That the two people I drafted that got clowned on were LeBron and CP3. And what are they doing this year? Next, uh, no, this, next is, this is talking about every single every single No one did. This uh, is this is every single year Bruce does this. So no, no one no, clowned this on year you guys LeBron. You clowned me for drafting CP3. Period. Book it. Let's Br- move on. Bruce tried to draft Ronnie Brewer again. Anyway. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean Bruce, they got. We, it, maybe it's oh, it's, go it's, ahead. it's a new thing. So maybe they're still trying to figure it out. But I think Adam Silver has heard enough that it's got to be at least somehow televised or in front of our eyes. It's, right. It's got to be it's got to be like done with the public in like so they can view it somehow. Right. Right. I don't care. I mean, talking about hurt feelings like, come on, man. You mean like every kid in the playground across the country? 
we've all not been picked where we thought we should have, and that makes you be like, man, I'm playing harder. Just right. like just like Russell did. We every kid goes through this, whether it's kickball or whatever sport it is on the playground, and their feelings are getting hurt. You know? So who now they what NBA players can't get their feelings hurt? Like that's bullshit, man. Yeah. You know, these guys got plenty of money, man. They got plenty of other things that can hurt. You know, like fuck that shit. So yeah, I they got no reason to be hurt about anything. You're still an all star and you're still making millions of dollars. And they asked right. Kevin they asked Kevin Love, hey, where did you think you got drafted? He goes, Me? <laughs> Last? I already know. He's like, he said, I'm a, he's big, like, I'm I'm a big I, white shooter. I'm, yeah, I'm the white shooter. <laughs> and he's not mad about it. He's like, I'm an all-star next to, you know, Greek freak and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Like, yeah, how am I even on the court with these guys? But I'm happy I'm here. And there's not a lot of players that think like that, though. I mean, I bet you Al Horford, you ask him, he's not going to be like, oh, I was first. Al Horford knows he was pretty much fucking last. No, you know, be realistic. Right. Who do you think was the last pick? I think it's Horford or Love. Really? For, or, not yeah. Kyle Lowry? Man, he can at least no. get, he can get buckets in an all-star game. I mean, I think it's Horford. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I, think, it was, I think it was probably Horford or Love. You know? I think it was Horford. Because Love at least stroked to LeBron, three. I think LeBron picked Love before he ended up at last. Probably, because he's homies. His teammate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, um, I think Team LeBron wins. Like, that starting five, like I said, is, is crazy. KD, AD, LeBron, Kyrie, Russ, maybe. Or then you got PG added, you know? Like, and then they got Porzingis. They got endless dudes on that squad, man. I mean. I mean, that's the best team by far. Uh, br- w- hold up real quick. Bruce, who was your snub? Um, well, I think my, my snub, and I know it probably doesn't. My snub. Yeah, your <laughs> snub. Of Come re- on. Instead of, sorry, instead of, I'm, you know, I'm, I want to say snub instead of, like, replacement. My snub is is Lou Will. That's my snub. Lou Will's averaging 23.5, 5.2 assists. I mean, he's shooting like 45% from the field, almost 40% from three, and like almost 90 from the free throw line. So, is he your snub now? Or was he, he, would, you have put, would you have put Lou Williams over uh, Paul George? Um, I actually, I, I'm pretty close to that, yeah. I think he was, he's my snub. Um, and what's going to suck is that even though Kevin Love got hurt, he's going to get – he should be put on, but it's not because of conferences, which is ridiculous. Um, but it is what it is. But he's my snub. Uh, but I think that uh, replacing as far as um, Kevin Love, you know, I, Gorgon Dragic, you know, could be a good option. Kimba, I know Kimba's on a crappy team. But he has all-star numbers, better numbers than Dragic. But you know, Miami is a much better team. So, all right. Well, he's my snub. I think we heard it three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lou Will's a good snub. Lou Will's a really good snub. He he's the main reason why the Clippers are still relative. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The last like eight weeks or so, or seven weeks, oh, he was, he's been at, he's been the. the Leading scorer in the NBA, right, right. He's been averaging thirty or twenty-eight or something like that. But yeah, the leading scorer—that's a crazy. And you think he's stat. had? You think he's had as many forty-eight, forty-point games as anybody? I think, I think, I think Mick Mill is celebrating in uh, jail for for his boy Lou Will. Oh yeah, they're homies. Well, yeah, fellas, I think uh, that's about gonna wrap it up for tonight. Yeah, man. Uh, 
just a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, oh, and this, uh, oh, oh, what were you gonna say, Chuck? Oh no, I'm just. I hear the the beat, the beat, the beat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to to my cousin Tan and the Slide Through Food Truck. Shout out to Kai Green, Break Bread Inc., Supreme Cuts Barbershop, uh, Re Kicks. You know, we appreciate all the love and support. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, next time we're back, there'll be a trade deadline, almost. We'll do some trade deadline talk. We're going to talk about who's going to win the dunk contest, who's going to win the three-point contest, and, of course, we're going to discuss who's going to win the skills challenge. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> right. But, no, the, the world game, the USA world game, does look pretty dope. There's some, there's some players in there. Oh, yeah, that would be a good game. Only because Lowry Markinen's in the game. The man. <laughs> Sano's guy. Markin. My guy. You've been seeing Markinen's biceps? They're getting huge, by the way. I guess no one else has noticed. <laughs> but Levine's back. Shout out to Zach Levine, 206. Zach Levine's back. Jabari Parker's back this week. We like seeing guys return from injuries. Kawhi, come back soon. Yeah, we had a lot yeah. of guys go down with injury. Also, a lot of guys coming back with injury. Yep. Yeah, Jabari. Yeah, man. I'm excited to see that. But That'll Zach's good. looking good. You know, he hasn't found his touch all the way, but... He's had some good games. The bounce is there. Explosiveness. But yeah, I think that'll Maybe Bruce, oh, Bruce's fantasy team can make a run oh, in the next week or so. You got to put those starters in, but he needs to worry about making a jog first. Oh man, you know every every minute of my morning is occupied. Too, Ooh, so. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> you know? Hey, Adam feels Adam feels my pain. I don't want to hear any of that from you guys. None right, of that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're, we're going to sign off here unless you guys have any last comments. Nah, man. We, we thank uh, you guys. Thank you. Good luck to BG and DET. You know? We don't hear about Bruce and D anymore. Nope. All right. Remember, it's a, it's a make or miss league, okay? We got you. That's the quality. He's my snub. He's my snub. All right, guys. <laughs> BTST signing off. All right. <laughs>